0: Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: We follow city officials to Sacramento to ask why the state can't seem to pay its bills on time.
0: See if we can have more consistent meetings so that we can understand the needs of the city better. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, stop, stop the tape. Stop the tape.
1: What, what? They didn't know who they're supposed to meet with in order to give Los Angeles money? That is what the state treasurer told me. It's February 26th. This is the L.A. Local, sponsored by the L.A. Car Guy family of dealerships. I'm Alex Silverman. Coming up, big move to block the big grocery merger. It will reduce competition, reduce choice, reduce quality, and increase prices. And the case of the A.I. deepfake nudes in Beverly Hills.
0: I think that they just were a bunch of, you know, very stupid adolescents. But first...
1: Mayor Bass and a delegation from the city council are in Sacramento to make their case for money. Along with them exclusively is our Craig Figner. And Craig, the first question I want to ask you is one that probably comes to mind for a lot of people. Why in 2024 does Los Angeles need to physically go to Sacramento to ask for money?
2: Well, I've been asking that question a lot, and the answer that I get is that you know you have a, a lot of lawmakers from all over the state with a lot of specialty interests, and not all of them are from Southern California. And so sometimes there's legislation that gets gets passed that has obstacles in it that are really big problems for Los Angeles when it comes to getting funding. And then there's also this. This other issue that's that's emerged where the city says California just pays its bills way too slow. And so when the city has to, like they did in the 10 freeway fire disaster, has to suddenly start forking out a lot of money unexpectedly to deal with what is a, a state responsibility issue, well, they want to be reimbursed more quickly. And so the answers I've been getting are, are kind of puzzling. Nobody seems to really know except that they believe that if they want to get paid, They need
1: to be here in person to make the case that, uh, hey, step it up. Okay, so uh, have there been any revelations about anything, including why the state doesn't seem to pay its bills on time? I want you to listen to this because I, th- I think this is very telling. So the morning
2: started with this meeting uh, with the mayor and the five council members who are here with the state treasurer, Fiona Ma. And it was during the meeting they realized, well, hey, if you want more grant money, which is essentially free money for all kinds of different projects, maybe we've all been going about it wrong. The
0: treasurer's office, we have a lot of resources, grants, loans and bond programs. It was very educational for, for them. But then also who we need to work with. At the mayor's office, the CAO, for example, uh, is the person that we really should meet with, and we did not know that.
2: You're talking about Matt Matt yeah, Zabo.
0: Matt Zabo. Now we are going to reach out to Matt Zabo and see if we can have more consistent meetings so that we can understand the needs of the city better. Wait, wait, okay, stop,
1: stop the tape. Stop the tape. What, what, they didn't know who they're supposed to meet with in order to give <laughs> Los Angeles money. That is what the state treasurer told me.
2: And Matt Zabo is a name probably a lot of people don't know, but he's a very influential person at L.A. City Hall, not an elected, but he's the guy who's been warning during council meetings of appending a budget
1: deficit to the tune of, you know, maybe three hundred million dollars. This is like everybody's government bureaucracy worst nightmare right here playing out in front of us. Well, it is a bureaucracy issue. Maybe I shouldn't to- say worst nightmare, but but, you know, everybody's. <laughs> innate fear about bureaucracy. (laughs) I think what we're seeing here...
2: Just my observation, you know, covering City Hall and then having gone to D.C. and now here to Sacramento is is just how big government is. And big as Los Angeles is, there has to be work done consistently to stay on the radar. And the mayor has said this.
1: And and I I really think we're seeing evidence of it. You know, I'm glad that we sent you up there and it was the discussion about, you know, whether or not it made sense to go along with this. But, you know, it really is. People should know what goes into this process of getting you hear about the state money that comes flowing from Sacramento? People should understand how that process works and in some cases doesn't work.
2: Yeah, and, 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 I, and I'm, I'm glad we're here to witness it because it's uh, one thing to see and, and to know for a fact versus just being told it in a phone call after these meetings conclude.
1: Craig Figner, thanks. Thank you. The big merger between Kroger and Albertsons would put Ralphs, Vons, and Pavilions all under the same ownership group, and there are situations like that with brands the two own all around the country. So the Federal Trade Commission is suing, and so are a bunch of states, including California. California to stop the merger. California Attorney General Rob Bonta made the announcement this morning during a press conference. We believe that such a merger would harm consumers, harm workers, harm agricultural producers, that it will reduce competition, reduce choice, reduce quality, and increase prices. A.G. Bonta says the merger is nothing short of a monopoly if it were to be approved. We are filing suit. We are proud to do that with our allies in this work today and are seeking to stop the merger before it happens. He cites aspects of the merger to be in violation of the federal Clayton Act, which allows proposed mergers to be challenged when doing so would be detrimental to the public. That's my colleague, Larry Perrell. This is something parents have no doubt been thinking about since all the news about AI started to come out. Eighth graders creating, sharing AI-generated nudes, fake ones, of other students at a middle school in Beverly Hills.
0: Everybody felt betrayed and hurt, and families were very, very upset
1: Jackie Krueger's daughter is in eighth grade at Beverly Vista. She tells us a lot of girls were targeted by these deep fake porno images.
0: I mean, at the same time, these these kids have brains that are very underdeveloped. And I don't know that the perpetrators of this bad act realized how bad what, what would have occurred had occurred. I think that they just were a bunch of, you know, very stupid adolescents acting badly. They should know better, but we need to teach them better. This technology is ever changing and they need to be told that they can't do this. But really what really needs to happen is that they shouldn't be able to access this technology so easily. I really think that The onus is on these technology companies to make sure that our children are safe.
1: She says her daughter was not one of the victims here, and she praises the district for reacting pretty quickly to this and being transparent with parents like her. After those big brawls involving dozens of teens at Delamo Fashion Center in Torrance, the mall is banning kids without adults. After 3 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays, our Emily Valdez spoke with Jonathan, who was out shopping with his family.
0: What do you think about that rule? Do you think the kids will obey it? Oof, that's tough. I, I don't think that
1: they'll want to obey it, right? I think they want to go in and, and just have a good time and hang out with their friends. They're not going to go to the mall if they're not going to be accompanied with an adult the whole time.
0: So you think the new rules will help deter kids like, and eh, we'll go to a different mall?
1: I think so, as long as it's enforced. That new rule takes effect on Friday. SoCal Edison's paying out $80 million for that fire that burned 280,000 acres in the Los Padres National Forest back in 2017. Actually started in two locations in Ventura County, Santa Paula and Ojai. Came together, became known as the Thomas Fire. Federal investigators found equipment owned and maintained by Edison was responsible for sparking both of those fires. In Santa Paula, it was two power lines making contact with each other during high winds. In an Ojai, power pole transformer failed, caused a power line, fully energized, to fall to the ground. And now SoCal Edison pays out. That is the LA Local for this February 26th. We're sponsored by the LA Car Guy family of dealerships. Search all their inventory for all 14 dealerships at lacarguy.com. 97.1 FM in LA to stay connected. Ask your smart speaker to play KNX News Odyssey app. Search for KNX. And if you like the show, go to Apple Podcasts, hit the follow button, and you'll have the show sent to your phone every day. We're back tomorrow. I'm Alex Silverman. See ya.